Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. G-A-L-D-E-M This song is good. Welcome to Growing Up with Gaudem, the show where we explore the stories, struggles, and triumphs of growing up as people of colour. I'm Natty Kasambala. And I'm Nyala Arboin. Each week, our guests respond to old diary entries, letters, notes, or texts from their younger selves. Helping us understand how their coming of age made them who they are today. So it was Gaudem's parent launch recently in the Fancy Ooh, Fancy yes, Standard. Yes. But technically oh, you were not there. <laughs> I was not there. I did arrive after the fact. Barely got in by the skin of my teeth. And it was <laughs> it was shut down, but not in the good way. But I was at Whiskered that night. Oh, Even how good. was it? Oh, yeah. You know what? It was amazing. I, I think I can talk about it now. It was one of those events where they lock your phone away, which I'd never oh, been damn. to before. Yeah, they were like... NDA business. NDA, sign blood packed on your way in. Um, <laughs> put your phones in those little magnetic cases. And I literally had that thing of like, every time we played a song, I was like reaching for it. And then I would like pretend to film it just to get the itch, you know, scratch the itch of <laughs> pretending to take all the content and not be in the moment. But that was an amazing gig. Yeah. How was the Gowden party? It was really fun. The cocktails mm. were based around the themes. So there was like a utopia one and a Ooh. dystopia one. But they were both rum and... <laughs> That's quite dystopian. Did the damage <laughs> that needed to be done on me. <laughs> That's amazing. Who's in the issue this year? Off the top of my head. Why would you yeah. do that? <laughs> We got Abra on the cover, right? Yes. <laughs> You're like issue. What issue? We do. <laughs> I edited a nice piece by Zainab Arverian Zainab, which is about mm. kind of the future of black hair care and what that kind of looks like, and it's got a beautiful shoot with it. Um, Ooh. What is the gorgeous. future of black hair care? 
What is the future in a nutshell? What does she say? I think a lot of it is returning to the aunties. Mm. <laughs> but what about my edges, no? What about edges? <laughs> well, you know the aunties new aunties edges. in the future. <laughs> okay, cool. I can, I can get also, down with that. It's our first cover that we had that's actually an illustration and not photography, which is kind of cool. Mm. What's like CGI-ish? CGI is not yes. the right word. I do not know my terms, but like... VFX? animation like Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Amazing. I've got to check it out. So, our guest today initially started out in musical theatre. I was going to say, oh no, she didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. <laughs> and that is pantomime. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. I love that. They are inspired by a little band called ABBA for the fans out there. And they mm-hmm. supported Thames on tour. Wow. Love that. Hello, Bella. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for context, it is a Monday morning. I feel like that energy is... Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's really all. You've just met. Do you know what's so crazy? Sometimes I don't, I, I forget the days. Everything mm. just merges into one. But today is really giving Monday morning energy. 100%. I completely yeah. agree with you. Just before we get started and dig into some more questions, we'd love for you to just describe who you are for our audience and what you do, how you would define what you do and how you show up. I am a singer, songwriter, R&B artist from the UK, Nigerian heritage. I just make music I think is cool and I put it out there in the atmosphere. And some people like it, which is great. And, you know, makes sure I can create a job out of it, which is great. But yeah, I'm just a creative all round. And I think that's what I was born to do. So that's, that's who I am. Amazing, love that. It's always interesting hearing how people, like even this exact same job or, you know, the same job in quotation marks and hearing how everyone kind of like defines it for themselves is always so interesting. So like people have to define it the way they need to define it because it, for their sanity. <laughs> because exactly, you're like, it's it's my purpose. It's I, my, I remind myself of this. <laughs> yeah, because I think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So your new project, Adultsville, is out now. How are you feeling? I feel great. I feel I'm I'm really glad that it's out in the atmosphere. It it's took a while to get it done, but I'm really happy it's here now. I'm so happy that people are taking it in. I'm just I'm happy. I'm relieved, I think is the word. This body of work that I've been stressing over for eighteen months is now into the atmosphere. Do you do you find it a struggle to like once it's in the world to kind of let it go? Or is that like are you eager for that part to kind of start and you because I feel like some people love the insular bit of it and just kind of thinking over everything and reworking and all of that. Whereas others are like, no, I want it to be out in the world and, you know, the rest is not my business. I think I'm a bit of both. I really like the the kind of space that you're in where no one's heard it, but you've heard it and you're like, trust me, it's great. And you can just live in that, trust me. Like, you know, when they say source, trust me, bro. Like, that's where... That's where I will be living. And it's like, yeah. But it is stressful, all the things that you have to do up until the point that it's released. So release is a relief (laughs) because 
you're like, oh, thank God I've done all the things that I need to do before it comes out. So, yeah, I'm a bit of both. I'm 50 feet. When I'm in the the creative process, I want to stay there. But now that it's released, I'm like, I don't want to go back. There's always that thing when you release a project, once it's kind of out there, it no longer belongs to you. Which Yeah, I guess it's is, not mine yeah. anymore. It's kind yeah, of free. Sure. Yeah, one million percent. It's to serve other people now. I can't I can't do anything about it. If I've sing if I've sung a bum note on this song, it, uh, uh, it's out now. <laughs> can't do nothing about it. I love that. I really do love it. It's done. <laughs> or we could all do like a Beyonce on Renaissance where she's low-key changing she's, little bits constantly. You know what's so crazy? I've known about that technique for time where you can I like replace understand. audios. Yeah, you can actually replace audios on DSPs. But I never thought I'd ever have to use it. But now I might just have to do what she's doing. Oh, I forgot an ad lib on the second verse. I'm just going to add that quickly. I'm just going to quickly it. pop that in. Yeah, I'm going to pop that in. <laughs> oh, someone's, someone's talking trash about me. Quickly remove the sample. <laughs> it, do you get what I mean? <laughs> take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I never meant to. I never meant it. <laughs> That's so funny. Another question I'm always curious about is when it comes to, I guess it's like asking a favourite child, but I still want to ask the question anyway. Do you have a song that right now is resonating with you the most? Did you have a little favourite when you were making it? Is there any any favouritism happening in that camp? I feel like, for me, genuinely, my favourite song changes depending on the day, depending on my mood, depending on how I'm feeling. For a long time, my favourite song was always something and then it was, then it was prototype and right now it's stuck really love that one <laughs> and then and then in the moment has its moments no pun intended and garden will always be that song for me it's so ethereal it feels like you're on drugs and I love that for the song <laughs> so yeah and right now a lot of people are vibing with adultsville the actual title track which I get I'm just moaning on this project and I do love it I really do love having a moan <laughs> no, I absolutely hear that. 100%. So you also worked with the incredible Ari Penn Smith for this EP and he's written with Beyonce, Wizkids, Nilegra, Mahalia, who we've had on um, the podcast back in May. What was yes. that kind of creative journey like working with him? He is the best person in my life and <laughs> that's just it. He's like my best friend. He's just so talented and he's just so great. Like, you know, when you can't say enough good things about someone. And one thing mm. I, I love about him is that as talented and as incredible as he is, he's actually getting better. I, ne I just never, he's so dedicated to learning and growing and being better and he's actually doing it. And I think that was the most inspiring bit about working with him is like, I look up to him musically and to see that he's still dedicated to being the best is, like, just mind-blowing. And he's so invested. Like, he'll call me at 2 a.m. saying, I've got an idea for a song. And I'm like, do you not rest? Is this... When will you rest? When will you rest? <laughs> but I love... I used to think I was the only person who felt about music so deeply. And then I met him and I was like, oh, right, cool. We're on the same level. We're both crackheads. We both, like, were inside. I want to be a music I've, I've met another I want to be a music type person. Awesome. And now to talk a bit more about wanting to be a music. I feel like 
the first song I ever heard of yours was Cause You Can. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I remember, and like to be still one of my favorite songs to this day on one of those playlists where you're like, I can listen to any of these songs 10 times in a row. And it's like, and I'll just do that for one journey just to like pick me up. But what I loved about it so much was how at first it kind of sounds like this love song or a song about like this toxic love affair. And then I read a little bit deeper into it and I kept digging and I watched the video. And when I found out that it actually had this other meaning about your relationship with you know, Sickle Cell, I was, it just like blew my mind as a song, (laughs) but also like about you as a writer and like just for you to be able to kind of translate that personal experience into something that felt so universal. Yes. Just wanted to hear a bit more about your relationship with that song, your relationship with, I guess, like starting to channel your own personal stuff into your storytelling. Like what's that journey been like for you? I've always... Oh, it's so crazy because I've always been into like poetry and stuff and English and that were, those are my best subjects. I didn't know that I was I was going to be able to translate it into songwriting eventually. I started off on the stage. So when you are a performing artist, you don't really write any of your own stuff. You kind of, you're given things and then you perform it. And so I remember my mum encouraging me, yeah, you need to start writing your own songs. And I was like, girl, you don't know nothing about nothing. Bye. You know? <laughs> When I got into songwriting, I kind of, there was this big development stage and, da, 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 and I was like, oh, these skills are really transferable, like the creative writing, the poetry. And so I was in LA when I wrote that song and I was in a session with SOS, incredible producers. And we were just talking and talking about how I could personify. I hadn't written a song about my journey with Sickle Cell or, or Sickle Cell in general. And I was like, how do I personify it without being so explicit? Because one thing about me is like, I want to be the artist that has not the, like the R&B artist that happens to have sickle cell, not not the, you know, the sickle cell artist. I think that's wild. Like, and I don't like being defined by my shortcomings. So I was like, how do I write a song about it without it being about it? And we just kind of, I was like, let's make Sickle Cell a person. And then I can direct all of my energy and all my feelings towards said person. So it made it easier for me to to write it like that. I love personifying things. Adultsville is about personifying a time in place, a place in time. So yeah, I just, yeah, I'm a bit of a like make-believe fairies and, and all of that good stuff. So if I can turn something that's, meaningless or nothing into something I'm I'm there so I think that's how that came about it's also like I guess it enables you to be more vulnerable in that you can say truly how you feel without like feeling too exposed but it's also like really cathartic because like if you could speak to like if I could speak to anxiety or if you could speak to some of these things that kind of weigh on us like the things you would say to them you know it just really made me think about that you you never really know what to say to like self-soothe when you're going through it but if it was a person standing in front of you I'm pretty sure you'd have more of a direct approach but I also feel like there's no there's no such thing as being too exposed to music like it's music you can't smack a song (laughs) you're not gonna smack the song you can't like what am I I always tell people like I'm not a really great communicator in real life I I try to be but like about really deep deep things I'd I'd rather cry blood so I put most of my feelings in my songs because you can't smack the song and you can't smack me for making a song it's just a song 
That's <laughs> how I feel, but you can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I'm all about putting your vulnerabilities in the music. I also love kind of making your audience work for the message a bit. Not every day, spoon if he does. Sometimes we need to decipher what you're talking about. <laughs> Use your brain. Use your brain. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I guess I wanted to ask in like an ideal world where there are no agents or PR people hovering around your head, who yes. would your absolute who would you absolutely love to collaborate with? Frank Ocean. Ooh. That's my king right there. Yeah, Frank Where Ocean. Honestly, I will actually take time out of music to find him myself personally. Like <laughs> I will go on the journey <laughs> myself. Frank Ocean, Drake, Scissor, those are my top three collaborations of all time. If Brandy wants to come here and sing a song as well, I Ooh, yeah. stop it. Yeah. I I love I absolutely love. I really do see Scissor in your future, in your close future. Amen. Can you that's imagine the, that's the, the one tears I, think I would about be crying? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I claim Not it. Not a dry eye in the house. Not a dry <laughs> eye in the house. Be depressed I together. I love. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be back after this for the extract. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think it might be time for us to move on to your lovely extract. So if you could, before you read it out, just give us a little bit of context about the piece that you've chosen to read for us today. Okay, so this is one of the like first songs I ever tried to write. I say try because <laughs> it was a trying time. <laughs> um, I like imagery, like I said, like personification and stuff like that and all of that stuff. And when when my managers showed me this again, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I, d- I did do that. I don't know how old I was, maybe 17, maybe 18. I don't know. Yeah, this is one of the first songs that I ever wrote. And I never thought that these songs would be dig up in 2022. So you guys are very, very lucky. I had my sh- this is from the archives. Yeah, I had my shame <laughs> very well, but somehow I'm here. <laughs> Should I read it? Yes, please. I pledge allegiance to you, you that synonymous with my pain, you that reminds me I didn't try, you that reminds me I didn't gain. You see the stars in a lining and our skies never blue. Paint the city red with the blood on your shoes. Now I'm sipping on this liquor. Call me red, white, and blue. Ain't that the truth? Oh, well, I was, I've been a sad little child. Wow, for a time. <laughs> and 17. That's deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you like, yeah, tell us a bit of the context around that and where you were when you wrote this? I was in a relationship for four years from the time I was 16 to 20. And so this is the, I think this was after the first time we broke up. You know how you have relationships where you have the first time you break up and then the last time you break up. And then on, off, on, off. Do you get what I mean? Right. (laughs) So it was on for two years straight and then it was like choppy for like two years afterwards. I had wasted so much time. I think because we were around the same circuits a lot and he was, he just wasn't, it wasn't something like I could detach from easily he was just around and so I kind of wanted to like pledge allegiance to the white flag like you're surrender I'm surrendering like I'm giving up like I'm not I don't care anymore (laughs) like I have to give up um and so I just wanted to play on the colors of like the the flag and I think the is it the declaration of independence uh, yes, we were trying to work out, we're like, is this the American flag? It feels like it. <laughs> yeah, it's the American but flag. And I think uh, the Declaration of Independence is like, I pledge allegiance to the flag, one nation under God, indivisible. So I wanted to play on that in the lyrics as well. Just like the, like patriotism, but to the white flag, which is surrendering. So yeah, Paint the city red with the blood on your shoes, like you've stepped on my heart and now your shoes are bloody or you're wearing some Louboutins, whatever you want. White liquor, red, white and blue, I'm sad, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to... Hmm. I wanted to play around. (laughs) You know, it's so interesting because I think, and maybe this is actually coloured by some of the other, or Black History Month or some of the politics around right now. Uh, When I read it, I I felt like it was so political at the same time. And it, it feels wow. like it could literally, pl- oh, yeah, I was like, oh, is she like unpacking like patriotism, nationalism? Like what, what is this, <laughs> where is this like pain kind of coming from? And I think it's really interesting that it can feel so, it feels like so emotive and so 
kind of, yeah, like visceral in a way, the way that you're kind of talking about these blues and like uh, your religion and like, yeah, I just, I'm so, I'm so like fascinated by how, I'm, I'm fascinated, I think, with your like relationship to your emotions as much as to words as well. Like, how did you kind of access that kind of like, so am I passion you know I'm really I, I think I'm I'm very intense I think being an artist was the only profession I could really be in because if I was at Lidl scanning I'd be scanning with such passion I'd be like yes you bought bread today they scan with passion <laughs> the speed in Lidl <laughs> the speed in uh, you bought bread you bought eggs I'd be there <laughs> so yeah I think I've always been a really intense woman and I think music has been the best outlet for me words art I would say has been the best outlet for me because sometimes conversations fail me and like I can't really describe like there needs to be a (laughs) I'm really dramatic but there needs to be like a production on how I feel right now because if I just say I feel sad it's it's a very gross understatement and so I try to explore how to, you know, I'm also Nigerian. So we have a very, very colourful way of like, you know, even when we insult people, it's not just like you're an idiot. It's like your forefathers did something mad. So that you are now, did it. it's very poetic. It's very beautiful in the way we talk to people. Do you get what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. I think I need to find the most creative way to paint a picture so that you, you understand that I'm not just conveying, like, it's really complex. Like, this sadness is not just, I'm sad. I'm, it's like, there's a complexity to this sadness that I can't really articulate with just conversation. So, yeah. Mm. I guess, what kind of lessons have you learned about love, especially around, like, boundaries and, like, wanting peace? What have I learned about love? I've learned that the love that enters your life is a reflection of the love that you have for yourself, a direct reflection of the love that you have for yourself. How you view yourself is how other people view you. And so the situations that you find yourself in are going to be indicative of how you view yourself. Again, with those boundaries, the boundaries that you set for yourself, the things that you tell yourself, the things that you believe for yourself, what you put out is what you're going to get. That's what I learned about love. I've also learned that I only operate well in unconditional settings. And I know that most love now is conditional. And I know we talk about boundaries and stuff, but I feel like boundaries are still very welcome in unconditional love. Because if the love is unconditional, you are understanding of each other's boundaries. Do you get what I'm saying? So I can only operate in unconditional love and I can only give unconditional love. And I, my love is conditional when I feel like I'm not safe safety is a big 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 thing for me because like I said I'm very intense and I can be very I'm I'm a raw open nerve so if I feel like at any point I'm not protected there's no casing around this raw open nerve I'll I switch off or I'm just like no there's no access here those are the things that I've learned about love is that it really it's a it's an inside job it's from the inside out I'm so interested in everything you just said and like the kinds of, I don't know, yeah, like that acceptance of, you know, like I I need these things in order to feel safe, in order to thrive. 
And as someone who feels intensely and kind of, you know, has that rawness about you, I'm really intrigued to see, to hear more about like your process of healing and what that looks like alongside these kind of like tempests of emotions. Like, did you feel like, do you feel like writing helps you heal? Do you feel like there are particular things and rituals and practices that you use to kind of help repair yourself after feeling vulnerable or after, you know, kind of being, going through these emotions? I think the first step to, because I've been through the, the the emotions I think the first step to my healing was understanding that it's going to be just that an active word like healing not healed because when I thought I was healed and shit hit the fan I questioned everything and so when I got back to a point where I was like right okay cool I need to to really exhale and understand that this is a process and you're going to have bad days and you're going to have good days and expansive. I think that was another, that was a, the first step to my actual healing, not my fake performative healing. Yep, completed it now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'm a better person. I'm 2.0. Um, I just, um, yeah. What do I do to heal? I love solitude. I love being by myself. I'm an only child, but so I don't know. <laughs> I eat good food with good people these are just like the outward things i'm a very spiritual person i love i love me some jesus chair (laughs) so i pray even when i i'm angry at god i talk to god like he like i hold his singlet and i say hello something's something (laughs) needs to to give hi what else i just feel like Making active decisions to go against what I would naturally do has been a very big part of my healing. Like, I want to while out. I want to smack someone. I want to tear this place to pieces. But don't. Because one day, you're going to look back and thank yourself for not. I think thinking about future me really helps the decisions that I make in the now because I look I thank past me for putting on all the work that she has to be at this point so I'm praying five years from now that me is gonna go well done bells thank you for not smacking this person because it would have blocked your blessing and we wouldn't be here you know (laughs) 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 so yeah that is that is kind of where I'm at with my my journey it's just I'm on this weird wave of acceptance it's been a really transformative time for me but I'm now I'm on the acceptance wave of like well that's just how it is and it will change if you want it to but you just have to keep your head down and yes this person thinks you're a dickhead it's fine it's fine they thought Jesus was too it's okay Mm. like yeah it feels like you've got an awareness like I think sometimes people think that all growth comes in like an act of change, whereas so much of it, I think, comes from just, like, sitting with yourself and understanding how you are and what you need and what's best for you and what you want, rather than being like, oh, no, I need to just reinvent myself into something that I'm not. I can't get away from the fact that I'm an emotional little girl. Like, I really can't escape that reality. I can't. So I have to be like, okay, what works right now? Do you need to come off Twitter right now? 
Yes. <laughs> do you need to come off Instagram right now? Do you need to promote yourself more because you're scared? Yes. But, you know, just do it scared anyway and, like, whatever happens, happens. Do everything that you need to do because someone somewhere is going to be like, she inspires me and da 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 So I just, I need to think of my why. I need to think of, you know, the reason. And then I get through it. Yeah, I think finding that introspection is really important when it comes to your personal growth. I guess since you wrote this, how have your relationships evolved or how you kind of show up in relationships? I cut that nigga off. Um, That's one. (laughs) Um, I think I was very... I think not, not uninterested. But I think my career really took president, like it, it became my number one priority. And I had to actually realize that I'm a career girl. One of those babes that aunties really frown at, like <laughs> they really hate my kind. That's the Capricorn bit. Yeah, <laughs> they hate my kind. And um, I, I, my career trumps all. So any relationship that I've, been able to or situationship that I've been able to like find myself in is because I wanted to and not because I felt the need to be in a relationship and I think that's the highest form of love is when it's a choice and not an obligation because I feel like oh I need to be oh my friends are I don't give a heck I walked into this room and I saw lots of money and that's what I want (laughs) and that's that's where I want to be so yeah I think my relationships have been carefully, apart from this one guy, he slipped between the cracks. I was not expecting it. And normally my relationships are very carefully crafted and I choose you and you don't know I'm putting on you, but I'm putting on you. But, <laughs> ooh, had to cut that one off as well. <laughs> it just come and scattered the whole plan. <laughs> but There's always one. There's always one. It's just, yeah, why did you do that? But yeah, I, I, I choose who I want to be around. I choose my relationships. I'm also over the whole, like, as women, we are with people who like us and we're never really with people that we like. It's always... Yes, we just... We just, mm, oh, this guy likes get what me. Get ch- you know what chosen. I mean? yeah. yeah. Like, this guy likes me and I'm so conditioned to think that maybe someone else might not. So I'm just going to take what a man is approaching me. So, wow. I need to take this advance or whatever. So I've been in the business of mutual attraction recently and it's serving me very well. We're all nodding our heads vigorously just for the listeners. That's the way it should be. (laughs) Yeah, and it's working very well because I'm actually excited about people now, you know, not just like, oh yeah, this guy's messaging me. Swear down, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my DMs. Honestly, So I think that's how I've been approaching relationship as a choice. It's so strange because I'm a monogamous babe. I know that for a fact. One thing, there's just something that you can't change about certain people. Me, personally, as new age and as progressive as I can be, uh, that open relationship, she throw it in the bin. Um, for me, personally. But I watched this, uh, this uh, like, love coach, Shannon Boudram, and she is married with two kids right now but her relationship started as an open relationship and I was I was intrigued because I was like what's going on here and then she was like it's just because there's no like 
hold on it. There's no like responsibility or there's no binding factor here. The fact that we choose to be in each other's presence every day is like, it's almost guaranteed that we're supposed to be together because you actually, not only can you leave, like you can actually leave, like the rules of our relationship is you can leave and do whatever you want to do, mm. but they, they chose not to. And I like the concept of that. I still want the, the the confines of monogamy for me personally. But the idea that, you know, we can leave at any time, even though we're in a monogamous relationship, it's not because it's do or die. Marriage is not do or die. You can't come and kill yourself for something that might not happen for everyone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm in that space of like, if I'm here, it's because I really want to be. Yeah, you got to be intentional about it. Exactly, exactly. That's amazing. I think we'd like to move on to the next section, which is just, and luckily this has been a lovely, uplifting conversation, but we always want to, I guess, like reflect on a little moment of joy Ooh. that um, our guests have experienced in their childhood. Do you have any specific memories or like periods that stick out in your mind of when you experienced a pure joy? I think going to when I was, I think three or four, uh, I was having a lot more crisis than I did like sickle cell episodes. So I was in a hospital a lot more and the hospital planned a trip to Disneyland for all of the patients. And we went, we actually traveled to France by black taxi. It was amazing. And I went with my nurse and my mom and I was rapping in the car with the white nurse which is great it was given Hamilton before Hamilton was Hamilton do you know what I mean stop <laughs> it <laughs> or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air it that's was the vibe I, was, I had in my head <laughs> it was amazing but yeah we took a tra- taxi trip to Paris and we went to Disneyland and it was amazing I like it, I was proper like joy I still remember her her name was Claire I love her wherever she is I love you <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out Claire. Claire. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, no, it was It's great. so funny the things that, that pop up when you have to just like think about something like that and you're like, damn, when was the last time I thought about Claire? Do you know what I mean? I hope Claire's doing Claire's okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think, wow, I re- I'm going to start doing that. When was I truly joyful? Maybe I need to go back to Disneyland. I yeah. think so. I went to Fort Park <laughs> last week and I enjoyed every second. I went to Alton Towers recently trying to connect to that inner child. I had such a good time. I had time. an amazing time. Also, you can just scream. How often can you scream as loud as you possibly can without getting like you crazy. taken away? <laughs> that was it. I was, I went on, I, I hadn't been on stealth like before. And um, cause. Oh, that one, I have to drop it out. Cause every time no. I go to Fort Park, I'm like, I'm not going on stealth. That's not for me. But this time I did. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I did it. I actually did it. It's so fun that like natural, just the adrenaline of just. I was just like flying through the sky. Let's go. Uh, uh, Do you know what's crazy? It was worse on the way up than it was down. It was like, oh, that's the one, right? It's the it's the anticipation, and you're just like leaning backwards, (laughs) being like, "Well, mum, I love you." (laughs) It's the weight in there, especially because. Everyone around me was like, yeah, let's do it stealth. And I'm like, you guys are not understanding. Stealth is literally just up and down. The whole ride is up and down. That means that is that is the deadliest ride here. Because all the other rides have intricate 
in like Europe. I think it's the coolest right? one. I was like, all the other rides have intricate loops and holes to make it exciting. This one is just up and down. That means something terrible is gonna happen on this on this one. It's. Oh, I was like, nah, but I did it, and I was like, you know what? I'm glad I did it. I can say I, I've been on it, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all adults, you should go back to a theme park. If, if you, you can, can hack, hack it, it, please do, because joy, real joy. So moving on to our last segment, what advice would you have for that younger version of you around 17 who's dealing with heartbreak and heartache? Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... You're very unserious. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> I, w- I would honestly say, don't do anything differently. Be the emotional person. That, like, you are... You being who you were was perfect for who I am now. I would thank younger me for being emotional and learning how to write songs and channel that emotion. Uh, the only thing I would say is, like, believe in yourself a lot more because that has carried over to here I hope five years in the future me is like I believe in myself now I still have moments where I'm self self-doubt so I would say build that confidence from younger but apart from that you know thanks amazing and what do you think that younger self would think of where you are right now oh she'd be throwing up everywhere of excitement just you did what you met who <laughs> that's that's what it would be (laughs) sometimes I have to remember that like I used to pray you know the pray that you get headache from and there's there's snot running down one nose and the tears are hot and it's like that's what I used to pray for this career be so proud <laughs> and like so grateful and so proud of god <laughs> as well be like yo the sniffles weren't in vain i like that <laughs> we're in this together <laughs> so yeah i think she'd be proud i think i think she also tell me like bro i prayed for this so all this i want to give up and i'm tired nonsense throw it in the bin because we're here now so yeah i i like that both of your both you talking to your younger self and your younger self talking to you are giving yourself the hard truths as well as the good stuff. That's kind of like I'm, a nice I'm energy. I'm a delusional babe. I really am. I, I choose to live in delusion. I think delusion is the best state of living because you get things done in delusion. Honestly, truly, you do. You step out on faith in delusion. But when you're hit, when life decides to last most you, you have to go, okay, cool. We can let's take a break let's leave delusion and just be like okay so in order for us to keep operating in delusion we have to understand the, the truth and then we can go back to mm. to living whatever delusional life we're living yeah i love that very love pragmatic that. stay in a delusional stay state <laughs> <laughs> with restrictions with, with realistic with, boundaries <laughs> realistic boundaries with realistic boundaries but delusion yes. in the middle thank you so much Bella yeah. you've been enlightening <laughs> thank you for having me guys this has been an II Studios production 
Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, you can sign up to become a member at gal-dem.com for access to exclusive discounts with our favourite brands and partners, early access to tickets for Galdem events, an advanced copy of our annual print issue, and so much more. Make sure you're following us on all major social media at galdemzine or visit our website at gal-dem.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.